Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again with another episode. I got my co-host here, Michael, and this is going to be a very uh, special episode. It's going to be the first of its kind that I've done. Uh, I hope that this is the last of the, this type of episode, uh, but realities of life hit us sometimes, and... Um, in this episode, we just want to pay tribute to a special person, but I'm going to let Michael take over right now and, and do the talking, and then I'm going to jump right back in. Go ahead, Michael. Bear with him, y'all. Bear with him. This is a touchy one right here, y'all. Just get yourself together. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Uh. A year ago, excuse me, a year ago, my mother died, and uh, I was unable to uh, uh, to go to her memorial, <clears throat> so I was unable to speak, so... I asked if Joe would um, help me out and give me this opportunity to um, memorialize my mother and to uh, pay tribute to her. A wonderful woman. Yes. Uh, my mother uh, raised three of us by tell, herself. Tell everybody her name. Tell everybody her name. Lily and Gordon. everybody to know. <laughs> The uh, Lily and Gordon, and she raised three of us by herself. And uh, whoever said that a woman can't raise a man was it was absolutely wrong, <laughs> because uh, she raised two of us, and uh, and a wonderful woman, my sister. Uh, shout out to my sister Leslie, because uh, she had it. She had it the worst because uh, she had to take care of my mom by herself. And uh, I should have been there, but uh, in my st stupid uh, young life, uh, made some bad decisions. And of course, those of you who have listened before know that uh, I committed a murder. I've been here 27 years. Uh, I have an opportunity to get out maybe this year or next. Uh, and... Uh, so I missed out on, on it. But I, I was blessed to be able to at least go see her because the institution uh, took me to go see her. But it was, uh, it's still hard being in this situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, for all those who've lost a parent, I know you, you feel me. Yeah. But uh, like I said, she was, she was a wonderful woman because... Uh, okay, let me ask you something. I don't want to cut you off, but let me ask you this. You, you, they, they did not take you to the memorial service. No, no, no. But if you would have gone, you was gonna speak. I don't know. Probably, probably okay. would have. I probably well, would have. You gonna speak today? I probably would have. Tell us what you would have said to her about her. Well, first of all, we 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 played uh, "Dear Mama" at the at the memorial, mm -hmm. and uh, that was our song. 
Yeah. Because it touched on all the stupidity that I that I did. Yeah. You know, and uh Yeah. I played her for her one day, she was at the bowling alley. <laughs> and she said, uh she started crying. She's like, Why did you call me and do this now? <laughs> she said, I'm trying to bowl. <laughs> I said, well, it was it was in the moment. I, you know, I felt like that it was the time for you to for you to to understand where I was coming from. Right. But uh, we moved down here from Michigan in the '80s, and she started a a, a courier service uh, because that was her dream in the trucking. And you know, it was hard for a woman in the trucking industry in the '80s, especially a, a black woman, black woman sure. in the, in the '80s mm -hmm. in the trucking industry. Yeah, any woman. Yeah, but yeah. she made it work, and her dream was for. Uh, us to take over her business, mm -hmm. which I'm gonna do when I get out. I'm opening it back up. Me and my nephew, uh, we're gonna work it. But uh, she was my rock because yeah. Anytime I called home and said I needed something, or yeah. uh, her to call somebody because somebody in here was doing something crazy, right. <laughs> she had every last one of the phone numbers and, and yeah. called. Yeah. Cause I remember a time was I was I was at Lake County and they, I got a write up, mm -hmm. and they tried to give me a Class B, mm. and it was a Class C that I signed for. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Mom, can you call somebody and check on this? She mm -hmm. called. Evidently, she talked to the commissioner himself. Mm. The, the top boss. <laughs> yeah, because the the D board chairman called me down there and he was like, "What are you doing involving your mom in this?" Right. I said, "Sir, I tried to talk to you and you didn't want to talk to me." And it, right. You know, so I had to do something. Yeah. Well, I could get you for this class B, but I'm gonna give you the class C. Yeah. But next well, time you you, you come in front of me again, I'm gonna burn you. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I go back and tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What he said he was gonna do. So right. she calls again. Mm. <laughs> the commissioner <laughs> came out there, man. Took the man out of his position. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I don't yeah. know what in the world she said. I don't oh, know what yeah. she said to him, but you know. <laughs> no doubt. No but doubt. she took care of it. Right. So, uh, I mean. Uh, she prepared me well for life. Uh, she did a great job. Yeah. As a mom and dad, yeah. you know. Yeah. And growing up, I was always upset because she was never at my games. Mm. But knowing, looking back now, it's because she made sure that she kept us out of the out of the hood. Right. You know. She was laying a foundation. Yeah. Mm. I grew up in a house, you know, mm -hmm. because my mom worked. My mom mm -hmm. worked hard. She sacrificed hers for mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I never got the opportunity to give back. You know, what I'm saying to her. Yeah. To uh, she'd always said that when she made her first million dollars, she's gonna get a drop top Mercedes. So <laughs> I'm gonna get a drop top Mercedes, mom. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And the, and the license right. plate is gonna be LDG one. I know that's right. Dig that. Man. That's mom. So dig that. Tell uh, us um, what was some of her favorite things to do? Because you just said a few minutes ago she was out bowling when you had called her yeah. one time. What else did she like to do? Besides running business, you know, that that was her, her main passion. But she would give people rides. And, yeah. I used, and I used to tell her, Mom, these people are taking advantage of you. Oh, it's all right. I'm not doing anything anyways. Right. So she would always give people rides where they needed to go. Right. And that's another thing I'm going to do with nonprofit. I'll probably It'll probably be the Gordon Foundation. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be free rides. Right. To mm. those in need, you know. Indeed that. In Indeed Mom's that. day. Right. So... Uh, for all of you out there, be be looking for it. <laughs> you need That's some you up. need some assistance. You know, I'll, I'll I'll have it. The Gordon Foundation will be up when I get out. So it's it's fair to say that uh, 
your mom had uh, the biggest impact on you. Uh, I can understand that. Uh, I lost my mother when I was very young, so I didn't get to experience a lot of what you did. Uh, even though you came into the prison young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom died when I was seven. So I get it. Um, I get it, man. But I wanted to ask you, what would you say to those um, individuals out there that may be involved in all kinds of things and they have that mother that is at home working, uh, trying to find, provide for them and build that foundation for them to be able to live a decent life? What would you say to those that are taking that for granted? First of all, slow down and live life. You know, uh, your mother's been there and done it, so she knows what she's telling you. So pay attention to what she's telling you. You may not think right now that it's going to be any good. Just like in school, you're thinking, uh, why am I taking these classes? I'm not going to use this when I get older. You absolutely are. Yeah. You absolutely are. Those lessons that you get from your mom, you're going you're gonna to use when you get older. Because I, I find myself quoting my mother all the time. Don't cut off your nose to spite your face. You know, that was, that was her favorite thing. Don't burn those bridges. <laughs> so what, give, give us something that, uh, what advice did your mother give you when you were young that you ignored uh, that you think about today? She'd always say that the one thing that they can't take from you is your education, what you learn, what you retain. Mm -hmm. It's the one thing somebody can't take from you, so... You need to take advantage of that mm -hmm. and, and learn all you can learn all you because can. they can't take it from you. Yeah. They can't take yeah. that from you. Yeah. So is that who, because I know you get books all the time. You still get books. But before, is that who was sending you all the books that you get? Oh, yeah. That was that was my bookstore, you know. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> she, she, she would, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, if you go to Amazon or whatever, they'll give you the category. Mm -hmm. So she, she'd tell me, well, I just saw this book on so-and-so. So she'd give me that. And then she she sent me uh, the stand mm -hmm. when the uh, uh, in twenty twenty, mm -hmm. and I was like, Mom, you know I don't read that kind of stuff. Right. She said, I just thought I did. You should read it because this was happening today. And I was like, You know I don't read it. Fourteen hundred and some odd pages. It's like <laughs> you, know, you know I don't read that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you know, of course, I read it because my mom sent it to me. Absolutely. <laughs> so I read it. You know, yeah. and it, it turned out to be good. Yeah. Same thing with Roots. Right. You know, I, I wasn't going to read Roots, but yeah. she sent it to me. Yeah. She wanted me to read it, and I read it. So, you know, so it's fair to say she loved reading. Oh, yeah. Her and my grandmother was, were avid readers. I mean, yeah. I don't even remember my grandmother watching TV, to tell you the truth. Wow. It was always a book. Yeah, always a book. <laughs> yeah, always a book. And then my mom, you know, she, she was always reading a book. So I that. that, that's. But I never had got that passion to read like they did, but uh, I try. You understand it, though. You appreciate it. I do. For what it I is, do. absolutely. Um, let me ask you one more thing then, man. Um, what do you think your mom would say about you and the maturity that you've walked into, you leaned into? Uh, what do you think she would say to you today? she definitely say she's proud of me because I know she, she said it before because... I asked her one time at visit. I was like, Mom, why, why aren't you helping me get out of here? She said, I didn't help you get in there. 
At the time, of course, I was upset. I was, but then, you know, after thinking about it, you know, absolutely yeah. right. That's you right. sure didn't because you prepared me for life. You, right. you, you didn't teach me this. Mm. So, of course, you didn't get me there. And yeah. then a few months later, she was like, you know, my prayer was always that, that, that God keep you safe. That God keep you safe. Mm. She said, you know, I have to change that prayer. She said, I think my prayer now is for you to get out. So I know, I think deep down inside, you know, it's like, because younger I was, I wouldn't listen in this and that. So you have to see a person change. So she didn't really get to see me. Yeah. Uh, she she didn't get a chance to see me out on the street doing yeah. right, living life. Yeah. So of course her prayer was to, to keep me safe. Right. And I have to say those prayers work because I've been safe the whole time I've been in prison. I haven't, <laughs> had, I haven't had any problems. That's so you know, <laughs> so yeah, the power of mother's prayer. So but That's when she know. when she passed, uh, she passed in February last year today, which was the, the seventh, and um, in June is when I had my commutation hearing. Right. Mm. So mm. when I told my niece mm. that, she said, "I I see you, Nana." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she says she right. she says she was up there speaking for me to make sure that's I get right. out, you know. So then you are. Yeah, then you are. And I told I told one of the brothers in here he had got uh, commutation. His dad fought tooth and nail and died getting him commutation and got it. I said, man, when you get out, man, you got to do right, man. Your dad died for that. Yeah. So. In closing, I told I, I told my mom which, as she was passing that uh, she didn't have to worry about me because uh, I'll always, always do the right thing even when no one's watching. Well, now that you got me crying up in here, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wrap this up, man, and uh, I know you're going to do good. I do. And I know that she's watching. And uh, I want to thank you for uh, allowing me to do this. Uh, it's probably one of the most profound shows that I've done and probably will ever do. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you letting me do this. Yeah. Love you, Mom. Love you, Leslie and Wesley and family. I love you too, Joe, for letting me do this. No doubt. Love you too, bro. All right. This has been another episode of... Uh, <laughs> Man, I can't even do my show right. Boy, <sighs> this has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.